0: Welcome to the Chitas Roundup. Before we get started with today's program, I would like to dedicate it in honor of the Shleishim of my father-in-law, Avraham Michal Ben Yaakov Shem HaLevi Flint. His family should have a complete Mechama with Bia Skoyel right now. Let's jump right into this. Today is Chav Zayim Tevis. Tav Pei Aleph. Tuesday. Chav Zayim Tevis. Tav Shem Aleph. Today is a Yom Yom. of my Rabbi, the Rebbe Rashab, Ko Bacha Ba'achad Marav, Writes in one of his Mamorim, Chasidim HaKadmoinim, also has Kambinavsham. The early Chasidim had this thing that they made in their... In their Avoidah, in their, they had an idea that they took on. That anything permitted, even though it was permitted, they had a desire for it and a, a passion for it. They would not do it. They wouldn't take part in it. And through this, they would break their other tivas. Here they have a Taiva for something. They would hold themselves back from it. And through this, they would get in the mode and method of breaking their Tibus. That does it for Hayom Yoim. In today's Tanya, in today's Tanya, we are continuing and finishing Perak Chavches, where the Alter Abba was describing someone who has machshavazaris at the time of davening, at the time of avodah. Yesterday, he mentioned to him that. This is not his voida to be involved in halos hamidas. What he has to do is suppress them to fight against them because this is a wrestling match, a full-on war between him and his Yitzhahara. However, he's go- he's going on to and uh, highlighting this point and continuing this point in today's Tanya. He's saying, It's she toyim zara that not, don't make a mistake and say that since I'm having a machshavah zara, since I'm not I'm not thinking properly, my thoughts are wandering, and they aren't focused on Hashem. Obviously, I'm a hypocrite. I'm not davening properly. I don't believe in what it is that I'm saying. The Alter is telling you is that no, the point is that you are having that you are on the right track. The beni is the the Ta'if is being miscaber in the beni, and he's fighting and he's going back towards the place he wants to to rule over to rule over the mayach and to to to, to fulfill the whole brain the desire, um, and the ratzin and uh, f- to fill all the faculties of the beni serving towards serving Hashem. The yechahar doesn't want to have anything from it. So the Alt-Rebbe is telling you: don't again think that this is a chesaron in your avoda. Sure, it's possible for the Yitzhar to go to sleep That is the ideal But that's not going to happen until you battle with him And defeat him and push him down at the time of the Avaydah The Alt-Rebbe says to compare it to someone who has A person against him, a disgusting person Standing opposite him, trying to just harass him uh, Harassing him, trying to harass him, trying to distract him From what it is that he's doing Don't engage with it, don't engage with it Both as far as having halos hamidas. And of the of it to try to redirect its passion and don't engage with it also from the angle of taking it seriously at all. It's literally just because one who battles with a dirty, disgusting person gets uh, gets full of dirt also. So don't get involved at the time of davening. Rather, again, focus, push it away from your push it away from your thought and focus on serving Hashem. We don't have to be Freudian over here and assume that every thought that pops into the brain is because of you and is intrinsic. It's coming and it's intrinsic and it is on, showing on something deep in your subconscious that is true. That's only true if you have one, one, one nefesh, one soul. So if you only have a nefesh kiss and you're coming up with malshavazars, sure that would be a problem. But we have a nefesh kiss and a nefesh abahamas, and they're doing a battle over here. So it makes sense for the malshavazar, but it's not coming from. You yourself, and you're able to push it down and focus on where you want to be heading. That does it for today's Tanya. In today's Chomish, we are finishing, continuing, in Parshas Mishpatim. We now have Shlishi for Parshas Mishpatim, as it is Tuesday. And we are continuing going through with what would be the whole Masechdas Bavakama, or at least the first few Prakama Bavakamah. We learned about today the damages of Shane Varego. That means that a person's animal damages that are that either by eating or by trampling. These are more expected damages because animals do eat as they, as they walk and they do trample things as they walk. So if they damage someone else's property, seeing as it is more likely, it's something that the owner should be watching from and trying to prevent. So he must pay the full value of the damage. If he decides to pay with land, with real estate, he must pay with what's called idios me- mechosef, the best-valued property. The next kind of damage we learn about is H, a person lights a fire. Even if in, in, in his own property, and it goes in damages, he's going to be chayev to pay for whatever damage it causes. As uh, pr- when one lights a fire, he must watch it, again, even in his own property. That's that's the that's it for the damages today. We now go on to the four Shemer. There's different ideas of giving someone an object to watch how it is that it's in their possession. They are all discussed in today's chumash. First, we have the shemir chinam. Something happened to the object. All he has to do is swear he wasn't use it. He he didn't use it and that he wasn't negligent and whatever happened, whether it was uh, as lo- as long as again he didn't use it and he wasn't negligent. If it was stolen, if an if an accident happened to it, something that's out of of the ordinary, he's going to be potter. The next kind of shamer is a shamer sachar. He swears the same thing, that he didn't use it, that he wasn't negligent. He would be potter if an accident happened to it, but would be chayev if it is stolen, because since he's being paid to watch it, he would have to watch it with whatever it takes. So if it's stolen, that means not that he was negligent, but that he didn't do a good enough shmirah, he didn't watch it good enough. Then we have a shoyal. Shoil is going to be chayiv. whatever happens, even an oinus, even if there's an accident happened to it, whether it was stolen, whether it was lost, obviously if he was negligent, but even if it was an accident, he's going to be chayiv. unless uh, he's going to be chayev, he will have to pay the full value of the object he was given to watch. There's two exceptions. Either the owner was there at the time that this occurred, that he was using it, or if it died, broke, if it got damaged as a direct result of regular use, because he borrowed it in order to use, and if it dies or breaks as a result of that, that's not his fault, he will be put from that, we call that Mesa Machmas Malacha. Uh, and then we have a Shemer, uh, uh, we have a Secher, a renter, who has the same Malachas as a Shemer Socher. That's it for the shame room. We now go on, we have a few halachas, a few um, select halachas from different areas. We have one who seduces an Arab esula, an unmarried young girl, but has a responsibility to marry her. He can't just walk off from any responsibility after the, after the act occurs. However, if her father doesn't want, then the seductor needs to pay him a full 50 kesef, which is the regular fine that one would pay for a basula, in similar situations, the next things we have: witchcraft and bestiality are punishable by death. It's maiusimus, the death penalty. Um, also punishable by death penalty by maiusimus is bringing carbonus to. Any God other than Hashem, any other so-called God, is Yecharam, is the, the death penalty. Now we have a few, um, of various slash that are being Adam Lechaveri. One must treat Geram, Amonis, and Yisayimim properly and not afflict or pain that, or harm them in any way. The Torah reminds us that we were once geirim and Mitzrayim and, war, and warns us that when orphans and widows cry out to Hashem because of their affliction, Hashem hears them and can Chazal cause us a reciprocal punishment? On a similar, on a similar note, there is a mitzvah to lend money to an ani, to a poor person. However, the Torah prohibits ribbis, usury, interest, and requires uh, record, and rather you must give him a free loan. The Torah also requires that when you lend money to a poor person, you must return his collateral. If he gave you a collateral to hold onto and he needs it. Either for the night, then you have to give it back to him at night so he can use it. If he needs it during the day, then you would do vice versa. But again, it's not fair to afflict a poor person, that, whether fair or not. The Torah warns us uh, against it. Today's Tehillim is Kapitol Kofchaf through Kof lam Edaled, which is the 15 Shir Hamalas. That does it for the Chitas Roundup. Uh, Tuesday, Chav Zayin, Shabbat, Tav and Mashiach now. As a side note, I would also la- like to add a special thank you to Moshe Frank from the VM Art Gallery, who has been a constant source of support and encouragement with this endeavor. May we be uh, zeiched to go forward to the Geula together ASAP.